Hello and welcome back to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, founder of Style Story, where you can shop, learn, and explore the world of Korean skincare and your guide to the world of K-beauty. Now, for today's episode, I wanted to do something a little bit different, uh, and that's because I am back in Australia, where Style Story obviously is based, uh, and where I originally started my business. And I thought while I was here, it might be fun just for something a little bit different to have a chat to some of our team members and have a a talk through how they actually got started in K-Beauty, some of the changes that they have noticed to their skin since introducing Korean beauty products to their routine, some of their favorites, and all of that good stuff. So without further ado, I would like to welcome to the show, to the podcast, Elle, who is, uh, well, I'll let you introduce yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. I'm so excited to finally be on the podcast after listening to it for so long. Um, So I work at Style Story. I have worked there for about almost two years, I think now. Sounds about right. I feel that sounds about right. I feel that feels about right. Um, I am the Jellico marketing manager and I also run the Woolworths account. So I'm based here in Australia between uh, Sydney, which is obviously where our warehouse is, and Brisbane, so I go back and forth, and yeah, I kind of, I'm li- your right-hand man. I like to think of myself as <laughs> my right-hand man. Okay, I'll do that. Yep, yep, yep. Woman, man, woman, woman. Yeah, and woo, and woo, hot girl. Hot girl, and that's right. Uh, so, yes, as you said, you have been working with us for about two years, but you have been using K-Beauty products for... So long. A little a bit really long time. I think... So I had really good skin as a teenager, which was, I kind of wish I had bad skin then because that's, you know, when everyone has it. But then when I hit like early 20s, I started to have massive problems with my skin. So I was getting breakouts. I started to get adult acne. I was getting eczema, allergic reactions. And that is when I kind of, yeah, started to really go into K-beauty and never looked back. Thank God. (laughs) Okay, so how would you describe, I guess, your skin type circa now, 2023? So now my skin is really clear, which I'm happy about, but it's st- I'm starting to be like, oh, the early signs of aging, it's <laughs> happening. So I would say the biggest thing with my skin now is dehydration. That's just, that. that's what I have to focus on all the time because if I ignore my routine or if I just yeah don't focus on my skin it is just so so dry my makeup won't sit properly and I can feel it you know when your skin gets dry and tight and irritated uh, you can feel well, it yes, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the story, exactly. of, story of my life yeah. so a story of my life too as I'm sure everyone who has been listening to the podcast yes. for a while can attest to yes very familiar skin type for me so, look, I have a feeling we are going to have some crossovers in our routine just because of our skin types. But um, I'm trying to think. So let's just wind the clock back a little bit. And when you first got into K-Beauty, if yeah. you can remember, like, this far back, like, yeah. what was, I don't know, what was trending? What were the... What oh, my God, like, the coolest about? product to use was that... Um, Jeju Volcanic Clay Mask. Oh, yeah. yeah. Innisfree one. Innisfree one. Yeah, Innisfree was massive. To be fair, it is a really great product. So no wonder I, like, stayed. (laughs) No wonder I stayed with the K-Beauty trend because 
bloody love that. Um, and Tony Moly was really big at the time. Yes. May it rest yeah. in peace. Is it still a thing? <laughs> Who knows? Um, but that was super popular. Obviously, sheet masks. Yes. They yeah, were like, yeah, you yeah. know, everything. Yeah. Including those, I don't know if you remember these, like, clay sheet masks. They were, like, sheet masks with, with a bit of clay on them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. not the hydrating ones, like the ones yeah, for, ones. you know. I do like, remember those ones, yeah. yeah they were yeah. kind of awful, but I'm sure they're still out there <laughs> in the ether somewhere. Um, okay. I, I don't know. I definitely Cosrx Good Morning pH Cleanser. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's still really popular. Yeah, that is still really popular. Yeah. But th those are the products that stick out to me from, like, I don't Eight years ago, probably. That's a while ago. If Tony Molly was trending, that was like early. Yeah, and lip, lip, lip tints by Tony Molly. Oh, the bunny one. Yes, the bunny but and the bunny facial spray. Oh, that was yeah. my. That was lived in my all of my friends to this day. Like, do you remember you had this bunny thing and you used to spray it all over your I face? Remember that? I don't That's know what good. brand it was. No, that was Tony. That would have loved that little bunny face. So spray. Tony Molly, <laughs> here's a fun fact. Tony Molly got their start as a packaging company. Like they weren't really? making the they were making the packaging because they used to have company. like a little apple and a little yeah, pear or hand creams. Yes, it's a, it was a packaging company, and then they were like, "Why don't we do our own products?" Well, good for them because they were they a real were thing. Cute. Yeah, I feel like that would have been a lot of people's intro to K Beauty as well. Like the cutesy angle was very, very popular yes. a while back. I I have a feeling too that like the trends we're seeing now, particularly with the natural products and the vegan right. and all of that is like almost a pendulum swing right back in the other direction away from that. Yeah, and I don't know for sure, but I feel like it was definitely influenced by the West really going to that like bear, you know, they really pulled back on their marketing. Western Beauty started releasing bottles and um, packaging that was just Very super simple. simple, super clear, and I think that, yeah. But I also feel like because it was so cutesy to begin with and people kind of associated Didn't take it, it seriously, yes. for sure. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. what I... And they, I kind of think that they thought, oh, this is going to be really fragrance-heavy, it's a gimmick. A bit junky. It's a bit junky and, you know, as we aged out of that sort of trending thing, people were like, no, I need something serious. My skin's aging. You know, I've got to take skincare seriously. And as it so happens, K-Beauty has kind of followed that. Definitely, totally. It's well, matured up. It's definitely matured up. The packaging is all a lot more sleek and minimal. I mean, look, I have a soft spot for great packaging. Obviously, I think totally. <laughs> I'm with you there. I love a, I love a cute. I love a good package, but also what's inside. I think is super important. Right. So, okay, we've talked through some of the changes that you have noticed since then. I guess is there any like what of the current trends are you? excited about or like you you feel like that is where I'm at with my skincare as well yeah I obviously we're all on TikTok all the time and if you're not get on it guys get on TikTok <laughs> it's the best um have just started this year I'm about to turn 30 so like please. 30 <laughs> 15 for anyone listening out there I'm about to turn 15 can't believe it so excited <laughs> um skin cycling oh so yeah i have been like wanting to add retinol to my skin and i did it like a tiny bit last year i tested one of the products for style Street, literally was obsessed with it loved it but then i started traveling quite a bit and the dehydration just like took over the planes do you know what i mean not having water when you travel and so i shelved my retinol mm -hmm. moment and now i'm like okay no we've got to do this so skin cycling i'm super excited about because obviously the focus is on not letting it 
really dehydrate your skin right and not getting those negative side effects when it comes to like flaking and, and dryness and stuff like that so i've just started to do that and i already have noticed a difference i'm really really happy so I'm what kind are you of using i am using on the retinol days i'm using the dh retin q of the charm zone the charm zone they're really good i really like them they actually smell amazing i know some people are bitten on fragrance these are really lightly fragranced and i really like the way they smell so that one's been really really popular yes so whatever that is worth out there i really really like them and then on my um hydrating hydrating days jellico dewy glaze toner more the usual yeah the usual like suspect or then obviously um, bubble tea steam cream and using a sleeping mask on those two nights as well. Right. So um, just hitting it with the hydrate. Yeah, and then my um, my exfoliant days are actually the sugar scrub foam as okay. well. But you know, keeping and how it. many like how many days are you cycling through? Like I'm going day one is exfoliant, day two is the retinol, yeah. and day three and four are both hydration. Okay, and that's so it's like out. A, yeah, it, it, my skin's fine at the moment. So okay. it's just a really, really gentle way of introducing them in. And then if I start to feel good with that, I might try what it's like every three days. So do exfoliant um, retinol hydration. Okay. But I probably wouldn't exfoliate that many times, to be honest. I'd probably keep exfoliation like to once a week. That's probably, yeah. But, you know, go exfoliant and then like hydration, retinol, hydration, retinol. Do yeah. that. I mean, look, I am, I think everyone that listens to the show on the regular would know I am like so overly cautious. So I don't think people need to necessarily be as cautious as me. But my skin like just presses the panic button at the first sign of trouble. Yeah, so sure. I am always, particularly with exfoliation, retinol, anything like that, I am so, so, so careful. But. I'm probably too careful. I will say that, but I've had I've had everything. No, I, I know had you've had reactions. And literally everything. everything. I've had eczema. I've had dermatitis. I've had acne. I've had <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like I've everything had... that you can have, which is good in terms of running a skincare business. Because like, yes. oh my god, I know. Yes. But over exfoliation, yeah. tick, like literally yeah. everything. I definitely have really had a damaged skin barrier. That's not sure. fun. That is not fun at yeah. all. Yeah. All right, well, why don't you talk us through, obviously you mentioned some products there, but why yes. don't you talk us through, in general, some of your favourite products at the moment, how you're using them, yeah. who you think they would be good for. Uh, run us through your routine. So I don't actually cleanse in the morning because I have dry skin, yep. but at night can't go past Subi Bear Skin Balm. That's like my, and especially if I've gone out, I'll actually use it twice because I tend to wear a heavy foundation. Okay. So I will use it, wash it off, dry my face, and then do it again and then cleanse with like a powder cleanser. And I know for sure that I am going to bed with clean skin. Okay. Um, and while I'm on the Subi thing, twice a week, every single week, I do Hollow Dream, which is the um, clay mask by Subi with Kakadu Plum. I am obsessed with that. Okay. I leave it on for like four or five minutes, don't let it dry on my skin. It, if I even have the slightest blackhead breakout, that's it. And, okay. and it clears it. So I'm obsessed with that. Obviously, I mentioned the Charm Zone. I'm using them at the moment. I really like them. And I would recommend them to people who are like, I want to use retinol, but I'm like, just want to dip my toe in the water. I think that's a really good product to start with. And which one exactly are you using? I'm so actually using, you will die at this, because I'm using two on the same night. So I'm <laughs> using the toner, and then I'm going in and using the emulsion. I'm like... <laughs> 
Get it. I, I don't get yeah. it's working for you. And this is it is working. This for is me. the other thing. And this <laughs> is why it's so personal because what works for some people doesn't work for other people. Totally. Like it really is a matter of trial and error. Do you yeah. patch test your product? Oh my god, I don't. <laughs> it will make you sick to your stomach, I know. But you know me, I'm like all in. I like I'm like go hard or go home. I'm just like all over my face and if it Peels off and burns. Like, we deal with that when it comes. So I don't patch test, but I wouldn't recommend not patch test. <laughs> I just at the moment don't have sensitive skin so much. So oh, look, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I'm like, I wish I could get away with that. This. Anytime that I have tried that, I've ended, it's ended badly for me. Yeah, totally get it. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite products that I want to give an absolute shout out to and that I recommend to all of my friends who are around my age, turning 30, and a lot of them are like, my eye bags or like wrinkles around my eyes because obviously the skin around our eyes is super delicate and, yep. you know, if you have like European Western heritage, that's what's going to, you're going to really start to notice that as you age. I would say it's one of the first signs of early aging apart sure. from pigmentation. Sure. Yeah. So shout yes. out to the Able B Propolis Collagen Eye Cream. It is, in my opinion, it's the greatest thing I've ever made <laughs> in terms of eye creams. I, I actually can't go past this. I, I'm a massive I'm fan obsessed. of that one as well. It's really, really good. It's really popular too. Yeah. I, it should be. It deserves to be popular. It is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> my eyes have come back to life. And then my final thing, my final thing, cannot live without. It lives in my bag. And I, like, I'm not, I've never been a smoker, but I can imagine that this is what it would be like to have an addiction to nicotine <laughs> is my addiction to the D'Albert truffle first spray okay, serum. I feel like, like that's whitening serum. I feel like that's probably Oh, my God. I'm everyone, like a psycho. Like, my, like, oh, my God. I'm just spraying all day, every day. Okay. I feel like that's probably my fault because I'm pretty sure that everyone that I'm, like, closest to has a bottle of that. Like, I am obsessed. If you have a look obsessed. on our desks at work in our sole office, I'm pretty sure one of the desks has like a mini and a full size. <laughs> oh my god it's absolutely necessary it, it's so funny because i was just traveling with two boys who like never even heard of moisturizer in their life yeah and i have this in my bag right we're traveling and i'm pulling it out all the time by the end of the trip they're like oh i really need that face spray that you always use i'm like you do need it hon you do and luckily i've got two bottles on me at all times i'm like spraying everyone i meet so I love it. I um, everyone that knows product that's is such a must-have. Must it is. Yeah. It's like I would gift that to people on like birthdays, Valentine's Day. Like that is what you're getting from me. If I'm giving you KBD, it's a good I'm giving gift. You that. It's, it's such a, good a good gift. gift. It looks really luxe. It has beautiful packaging. And a lot of people don't have that, right? Like if you are gifting someone skincare and you don't know their skin, you know you might it might be harder to give them a cleanser. But this is just like it's just fabulous, everyone. It's fabulous. Just get it. Just get it. <laughs> Uh, I, I feel like I'm responsible for that, so I'm going to take credit. Yeah, I love love Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else that you love that you would like to share? Um, I do love me a pimple patch. So do you. Yeah, love me a pimple patch. Yeah. Speaking of things I literally always got in my bag, or probably on my face. I always have them in my bag. I've got them in that little hollow clutch wallet. Oh, yep. Yeah, they live Very in nice. that. Yep. And also a good gift to give to – I mean – gift or just like i just give them to people i'm just like why don't you just take this you go away give it a go and then let me know and then like i always get messages being like shut up you've never had any blowback people like, i have never had blowback I, I have had and this is an absolutely true story i think i told you at the time a dm like totally out of the blue i must have given my friend this like 
three, four weeks earlier, and she messaged me. She's like, you just saved my best friend's wedding. She was like, she got a pimple the night before. We were flipping out, like Windex, toothpaste. What are we going to do? And then she's like, and I remembered I had these, and it was gone the next. So I saved someone's wedding Okay. with Korean beauty. Just a and my friend, your old modern day saviour. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm not saying I'm Jesus himself, but like if he was alive today, he'd have pimple patches in his pocket. Because <laughs> they are healing, okay? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh, anything else we need to know about? Anyone else's wedding, um, bar mitzvah? Blatt has personally been saved by <laughs> Korean beauty. I, I'm sure if I put a PSA out there. <laughs> Leave it with me and I'll see how many other lives have been saved by K-Beauty. <laughs> I think a lot. I mean, I'm, and that's why we're here today. <laughs> that's very true. That's very true. I knew, I knew you would have a couple of good stories that I... I feel like... Did you Didn't, tell me that at the time? You know what? It probably happens so often to you. <laughs> <laughs> that you've forgotten. No, but it is so true. I did tell you at the time. I was like... I think I said we. I think I tried to include you. I was like, oh. we've saved someone's wedding and life. But, I mean, it was you. It was you. But in my friendship group, it's just me. It's just you. It's just me. Okay. Yeah. Well, you like don't make one. the cut. I Sorry like that to say. One. I, my favourite one's anytime anyone says that, like, a product that, you know, they found out about from you has actually made a difference. Yeah, for sure. That's a really big thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it is actually really harder than you think to find products that you absolutely love. And there's so many products out there. And to try. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And then you think you love something. And then you try... A slightly different product and you're like oh my god i actually love this more if that's possible totally totally well i'm trying to think if there's anything else any other recommendations tips is there anything you're doing maybe slightly differently using slightly differently from how it should be used that you can share little hack that you want people to know about that's made a difference to your skin maybe yeah but I'm like, I don't, I don't know if this is a thing, so I'm like hesitant to say it. Now I'm curious. Yeah, I know, now you're like, oh God, what is she going to say? Anything's possible. My hack has been when trying to get my skin rehydrated, and you've definitely seen me do this, and you're like, what are you doing? But my hack is not to wear makeup, and throughout the day, hydrate is needed. So like, I will keep putting moisturizer on. But that's on an awesome hack. Is it? Yeah. Or is it like, because you're like, you don't need to keep, I can tell that no, your skin's no, no. hydrated and I'm like, it's not, it's thirsty. No, I. So I like keep, I don't wear I makeup. I moisturise it in my bag for that. Yeah, and I just keep moisturising throughout the day as needed. Totally. But so, so it's like, for me, it's bubble tea steam cream, that. right? And okay, I'm just so you like, take that around in your bag. I take that around but in my bag. But there's so many yeah. products like that that are specifically for taking around in your bag. Like a, a couple of people have said to me recently, you know the Kahi Multi Balm? Oh, the Pink Wrinkle one. one. Yes. yes. The everyone one. loves that product. Obsessed with it, but everyone not everyone obsessed. gets it. And somebody said that on Instagram the other day. She was like, I've tried it. I saw it in all the dramas. I tried it and I don't get it. And I'm like, I have a feeling that if you are one of those people that just doesn't get it, chances are you don't have dry or dehydrated skin. Right. And you're not the type that needs to be constantly topping up. Oh. Maybe you don't live in a really cold climate. Yeah, yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for like, sure. It's, it's quite a specific product and they've made it compact on purpose so that you can pop it in your bag and do that. Do but if you don't have that skin type, that would be a head scratcher. Yeah, for sure. Do you sure. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And also the fact that it leaves your skin with that subtle glow. Not everyone loves that. Totally. I mean, it's like the Subi... Um, 
hollow dream mask, right? Like I've seen reviews before where people are like, oh, it was really hard to get off. Like it left a subtle a shimmer. sheen, yep. shimmer on my skin. Whereas I like that. Right. Because if I'm going to bed, shimmer it doesn't bother me, right? Things, if I'm going to bed, whatever, it doesn't bother me. I just look fabulous hitting the pillow, right? <laughs> whatever. But some people don't like that. Some people don't like it. But if I'm going out and then I'm putting my makeup on top, it's, it kind of adds like a highlighter-esque totally. sort of thing. So I like that. But like then you get people A lot of Korean beauty products okay. that will be common feedback, particularly ones that have a little bit of a sparkle to them, primers and things like that. Yeah, see, I'm I all see that. about that. Like, yeah. I love it. That's a very personal. My highlighter is brighter than my future. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's kind of how I see the world. So absolutely love anything with a shimmer a or a little bit of shimmer. I feel like shimmer is helpful for people with us with dry, like people that have dry and dehydrated skin I don't think about that. Maybe that's why I like it so much. It could well be. Yes. I have thought about this because people have said that to me like a couple of times with different products. The car here one was just the other day, which is why it's stuck in my mind. But yes, and when I was thinking about that, I mean, look, th this is the other thing. When it is a really, really hyped product like that car here one is, yeah. I mean, that sometimes sells out. Yeah, every time. Every but time. But sometimes when a product is so, so hyped, it's hard to live up to that expectation. And oh, it's what you've heard about it as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you're just like, I've kind of seen it everywhere but don't know what it's supposed to do and then you get it, you maybe you might be disappointed. I mean, I feel like when products are super hyped up, psychologically, you're either going to go in and you're like, I'm going to love it no matter what, right? And even if it's not the best product ever, you're like, I love it because right. of the hype. Or you go in and you're like, let's see. And you're almost a bit jaded. Do you know what I mean? You're almost I a bit like, it. could this possibly be as good as everyone says? And so you have the Direct it's an effect different like it's actually probably better than you think it is, but you're like, no, whatever. I it could be. It's got anything to do with you, whether you're that kind of person. You know, some people are like glass half full, some people are glass half empty. Some, some people are naturally a little bit more cynical as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Or like, I've tried a lot, let's see. Right. I also think that you just hit the nail on the head, depending on how many products you've tried and particularly how yes. many products you've tried in a particular category yes do you know what sure. i mean if you've tried absolutely every for example misting spray out there yes then you have a much higher bar and maybe you're looking at you know really minute differences that someone that's come along and they've tried their second or third product yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's so many variations in that a thousand percent and i think interestingly one of the categories i would say for that is powder cleansers Right. People are always about the granules and, you know, like how much it lathers and stuff like that. I think people can be a bit like, no, mm, I don't like it. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. And I think it also depends what you're comparing it to. Like what is the product that you have really loved in that category? Yeah. Well, all skincare, not just, you know, sprays or powder cleansers or whatnot. But if there is one product in a particular category that you just think is the bee's knees to yeah. use a really Aussie expression. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know, what would be the equivalent of that in general English? Just like the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the greatest thing to ever happen to The best the thing world. ever. If you don't have a product like that in a particular category, it's always going to be more difficult for a new product to come along and knock that off its pedestal just because... But also what you said earlier, right? Like, people have different skin yeah, and different true. products. You different have to needs, different skin, different, different needs. Times. You're like... Yeah, we do sometimes say like, say, like, this is a holy grail product. But, you know, I would say that's more for something quite generic, like, for example, Laneige Lip Sloping Mask, right? Yes, obviously, everyone has different lips. Some people have super hydrated. Well, but in general, it's going to be pretty similar. Like, 
A cleanser is just not going to be that. That's not everyone is going to need or want a salicylic acid cleanser. Uh, The same thing from a cleanser. Right. So that's so true. That's so true. In fact, I tried a new cleanser that someone uh, was recommending to me a few weeks ago, and I actually really, really enjoyed it for what it was. But it's just not the type of cleanser that I normally use. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So even though I could totally appreciate that in its category as like a a gel textured cleanser, it was quite a good example. It was non-stripping. It was pH balance. It was all the kind of things that I normally look for in a cleanser. It's just not the kind of product that I normally love using. Yeah. 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 It's so, so personal. And that was one of the reasons that I wanted to have you onto the show today to have a chat through your skincare because you live in quite a different climate. For sure. And travel a lot as well. So my skin is always acclimatizing. To new conditions. To new conditions. Exactly. Like just to put it in context perspective for people that have never been to Australia before, particularly Queensland, which is, uh, you know, where Style Story started, I guess, back in the day in Brisbane. It is so humid here. It's really hot. It's really humid. So that has a different impact on the skin. The UV is really high. Uh, super super high i mean yeah i came from european summer back to australia for a little bit and then was in like um central american summer it's just you just can't compare the sun you know i was just in mexico for example you can go out obviously i go out with sunscreen all the time but i wouldn't have to reapply you know like i'd be okay for the entire day i have mediterranean olive skin so that's obviously going to help me a little bit. But in Australia, no way. Impossible. No, no, no. Like, have to reapply every hour. Yeah. You know, if I was in the sun swimming and, and doing the types of things that I would do in Europe or whatever when I'm on holidays, it would really be every hour with a hat and a long sleeve shirt and sunglasses. It's just next level here. So. Yeah, it is. Even just coming back this time, because I, it's been 2019 was the last time I was here. Yeah. It's been a while between visits. And I'm feeling it. Like, at the end of the day, I'm actually just exhausted because of how hot and humid it is. Even driving, you might have noticed, like, you've got to be careful of your arms oh, when totally, driving. Totally. You know, even with the windows up, that UV is... I feel like I need to get myself through. a pair of those driving gloves. Yeah, I, people in Australia do wear those driving gloves. Or, like, for example, I will wear a cap and, a, and some gloves oh, as well driving. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, totally. I mean, the, again, the UV, like, sunnies, you just can't really get away without sunglasses here. I remember when I first moved to Korea and people don't really wear sunglasses and I was like oh that must just be a fashion thing yeah do you know what I mean and then it wasn't until I came back that I was like oh no Australians need to wear sunglasses it's not a fashion statement it's actually a requirement yeah whereas we just don't need to wear them in Korea it's not the same like the UV hits differently I sometimes think you know if I'm at the beach or whatever in Australia and I've got sunscreen on but maybe I'm out swimming it's like in Europe, in whatever, you feel like, oh, I feel sun on my skin. And in Australia, the way I would describe it is like, I feel my skin cooking. <laughs> like, I actually, it's like something, something from within is like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? Very true. Having said that, I love Australia. If you haven't come, come. <laughs> <laughs> well, funnily enough, the majority of our listeners these days are actually based uh, outside of Australia, I think. Um... Okay, well, guys, <laughs> it's a really cool place. Just bring your heart. <laughs> All right, well, we might leave it there for today, but thank you so much for joining me. I hope that our listeners have enjoyed hearing a voice other than mine as well. (laughs) Maybe picked up a few extra tips and tricks 
Uh, hopefully the Aussie accents together weren't too hard oh, to listen yeah, to. Goodness. We probably should have toned that down a bit. But look, if you can cut through the Australian, if let me know if you need subtitles. Yeah, I was gonna say we can get yeah, the you know I the translator to voice. <laughs> just like a podcast in. Yeah, we can do that for you. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna leave it here. I will be back in your ears with more uh, Kate Beauty goodness. I guess not necessarily from Korea right now. Uh, But I will be back in your ears soon. So until next time, I will see you on Style Story. Bye.